And welcome back, everybody, to the second half of the show here. I hope you appreciate what Michael and I are getting ready to go do. It is quite the expedition to head down to the border and live out of an RV and a truck for a month. So bear with me when you see me looking a little rough, a little sleep deprived. It's because, yeah, I probably won't have a shower or sleep for consecutive days down there. But I'm extremely excited to go on this uh, expedition with Michael. He is a true war correspondent. He's a Green Beret. And I can think of nobody better than to do this journey than with Michael Yan. All right. Joining me next, Melissa Red Pill the World. We got together last week on her channel and again on this channel. Well, today I asked her to join me again because this story that Robert Kennedy Jr. uh, that uh, ended up on page six of the New York Post created quite the dust-up last weekend when he held a fundraiser in the Upper East Side in New York City. And there was a lot of outbursts, a lot of shouting. There was a lot of drinking, apparently. To Robert Kennedy Jr.'s credit, he maintained composure, a stoic face. He didn't engage in the melee that ensued. But uh, apparently he brought to the attention a study that was published by the NIH and their PubMed with respect to covid and the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which seemed to have um, a, a sort of a gen- it seemed to be genetically engineered or, or engineered or just had a predisposition to target certain genes. And he said the genes that were being targeted by COVID were selecting the Caucasian and the blacks, meaning it had more damaging effects to white people and to black people, seeming to spare uh, Ashkenazi uh, Jewish uh, denominations as well as Chinese. Now, he was not saying this according to uh, Aaron Siri, who put this tweet out, who has been a longtime supporter of Robert Kennedy Jr.'s, um, you know, of, of RFK. He did not say that RFK was anti-Semitic. And in fact, RFK has put statements out saying he's not anti-Semitic. He was just merely quoting a study put out by PubMed, the NIH, you know, the National Institute of Health, that same organization that proved that SARS-CoV-2 and, and can be treated effectively with uh, hydroxychloroquine. So anyhow, joining me now to have this biblical perspective, somebody who brings calm, civility, and hope, and through the lens of the Bible, is my friend Melissa Redpill. Melissa, great to have you back on here on Right Now with me. I hope, and are you calling me in? Because I've got, I'm having a little difficulty here, and you're kind of going in and out. No, I've got you. I've got you five by five, loud and clear. If you need okay. to step out and, and okay. resync, then by all means, if you want to go out and come back in, okay. please by all means okay. do that. If that'll all help right. reset. Let, let me let me do, let me do that. Let okay. Me do that. I want right while back. you're doing that, I'm going to put back up Aaron Siri's tweet because I want to underscore this. Let's uh, while Melissa gets her tech going here, let's put Aaron Siri's tweet back up. He says right here, RFK Jr. is a personal friend for years. He doesn't have an anti-Semitic bone or instinct at any level. He loves everyone, irrespective of religion including Jews, he was restating that a peer-reviewed study said Chinese and Ashkenazi Jews are less susceptible to COVID to a point to point out a concern about ethnic targeted bioweapons. That is not anti-Semitic. If anything, the legacy media's false campaign harms the ability to call out real anti-Semitism. So, Melissa, I know that you've been following this story. I know you're back in here. Let's get you in and let's dive into this story if we can. Yes. Can you hear me? Are we all good? We're good. Thanks for having me. Yes, this I'm so glad to get to come on and share this information. This is uh, something I had been researching. We were just talking before the show that, you know, it's so fun to, to do these deep dives and find out these nuggets of gold. And it really will help you to just it just really encourage you and to know really what is the truth about what um, Robert Kennedy Jr. is saying. So if it's OK, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen. By all and means. here we go. 
Let's go. We're good. Okay. So here's my website, you guys, freedomforce.live, L-I-V-E. That's where I have all my research about how this is biblical. And uh, I have three books that I have written uh, about end time. So this, I'm going to talk a little bit about the research I've done about, um, about Israel. Okay. And it's not what we have been force fed. Here's that video that you're talking about, Ann, right? Where uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's red pilling the world, really. <laughs> and he's talking about how this uh, bioweapon, was uh, ethnically targeted to spare, I don't know if you said this, but the Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese people. That's right. what he had said, right? right. So, yes, this is a, it's a huge deal. Now, for those of you who are not following BioClandestine, I really would encourage you to, to do so. He posted this back in February 2022, and he was kicked off of Twitter. But now he's back on Twitter. Thankfully, he's able to share this information about all the bio labs in Ukraine. Right. And we know that Ukraine is, is a hotbed for the... NAZIs, okay? And so there he also posted this a uh, whole thread. This was just actually yesterday and it's on Twitter. He's war clandestine and uh, he's got a whole thread about these genome specific bioweapons. And so here is the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein binding to the ACE2. So it's right there binding. And and you explained it so well earlier that tell us a little bit more about the ACE2 receptor. Right. So I used to be back in the day, I was a pharmaceutical representative uh, for Big Pharma 30 years ago, and I sold uh, low, I sold high blood pressure medications. I sold Lotensin. And people that have, uh, you know, a lot of ACE2 receptors tend to have higher blood pressure. And so you have drugs that will bind to those ACE2 receptors to lower your blood pressure. Black people are very susceptible to high blood pressure. So are white people. So the, the more ACE2 receptors you have, the more binding you know, receptors you have. And that's what SARS-CoV-2 binds to, those same receptors. So you can actually prevent SARS-CoV-2 by being on high blood pressure medication, believe it or not, because you are now you are you are blocking those receptors from having anything else bind to it. So, which is another reason why people who were smokers did better on the, and SARS-CoV-2 because the nicotine bind bind it as well. So there, there's just interesting little yep. you know phenomena like that. But go yep. on. Yes, yes, and that's yes, so interesting because this was all news to me. But I, I I don't think I've ever told you that in February I was poisoned. And I almost lost my life by a miracle because the Lord has been helping me to understand detoxing. Yes, I, I, I couldn't breathe. I had to leave my home for a month. And it was really weird because uh, it was something that was in my home and it caused me not to be able to breathe. And also to my daughter, she had the same thing. But my husband did not because he was a, is a smoker. And so it did not bind. It's very, this is, this is not uh, mad science here. I mean, it is, a, you know, what they're doing. They're trying to use it to ethnically cleanse the world. And this is, this whole, this whole uh, thread right here is so good to read the whole thing. I just posted it on my social media right here. If you look at my social media, you'll, you'll see all the social media right here that I have. All right. But it, it's, here's a video where it talks about this guy is really saying that um, we have refined them to be more precise and DNA sequencing can give humans the ability to conduct ethnic cleansing if they so choose or in a military situation, neutralize entire nations, militaries without firing a bullet. They can go to a specific person and attack that specific DNA. So it's uh, this is real, and this is the this is the war that we're fighting. Okay, but he, okay, so he's talking about that. Why in the world would it 
spare Ashkenazi Jews. And so the thing I wanted to bring up is a, is a huge um, research that I had done a few years ago, and it really opened up so much understanding. We've been, we've been misled as to who are Jews. And the Bible, uh, the first thing I want to say before we start is that the Lord says that the flesh profits nothing. Your ethnicity does not matter. You can have faith in Christ and, and walk with God. It does not matter. You're color, your ethnicity, your whatever. None of that matters. You can walk with the Lord. But unfortunately, there is a family that has been uh, is, has been fighting God's people from the get-go. This right here is a story from Genesis chapter 25, and it's where Rebecca is giving birth to Esau and Jacob. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So these brothers, here's a picture of these two brothers. You might remember the story where uh, Esau, this guy with the red hair, he comes in and he's like, I'm starving to death. I'm going to die. And he says, uh, Jacob says, yeah, well, I'll give you some porridge if you will sell me your birthright. And some people are like, well, he must be such a how could he do that? Just give the man some porridge. He's hungry. But the point is, if Esau doesn't care anything about the birthright of being the one who was supposed to lead the world to to walk with God, then if he's willing to sell it for a bowl of porridge, then you know he wasn't worthy of that job anyway. And and Jacob very very much wanted to have that role, and he proved it with his life that he was willing to to have to leave a house and home and family and everything to go to do that. But here's this what uh, happened with. Rebecca, when she was about to, you know, when she was in labor, she was struggling. She's like, what is going on in my stomach here? And it says uh, she pleaded with the Lord on behalf. Um, Isaac pleaded on the with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer. Rebecca became pregnant with these twins, but the two children struggled with each other in her womb. So she went back and asked the Lord, why is this happening to me? She asked. And the Lord says, the sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. In other words, Jacob, who was the younger, he was born just like two minutes later, he would, he would be the ruler of the world. And this is, of course, the, the Bible says that the meek will inherit the earth. Meek, as I've mentioned before, if those who walk with God, they will inherit the earth. And clearly, the, the, the bad guys have been running this. Okay, so this is where it starts, is this these two children. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. If you're like, why is she telling us this old ancient story? Because these two nations, it's, it's good and evil in her womb. Okay, and so here they are here when he leaves, he, he gets out of there and all he takes with him is the amazing um, scepter, the rod. And he took it and he ran. That was the only thing he took with him. That tells you this is the amazing rod that Moses held up and whatever came all the way from Adam. But that's another story altogether. Go on my freedomforce.live to learn about that. But when he's on his way back, he sees Esau is coming to him with 400 soldiers. So Esau, this has been like 20 years, and he's still holding a grudge, and he's coming at him with 400 soldiers. He's not, you know, coming to welcome him. <laughs> he's coming to kill him. He's coming to destroy him. And by the grace of God, this, that's when Jacob was with the Lord and, and um, uh, wrestled with the Lord, and the Lord delivered him from these people. Okay, so I want you to see this Esau family. Whenever you read the Bible and you read the Edomites, you there with me, Anne? I'm with you. Um, Okay, good. Okay, because I'm just having some weird technical things. Anyway, so when you see Edom, those are the Esau family members that carried on. And they, I mean, I could tell you story after story about how they were just continually trying to destroy Jacob, his brother. 
and his, and, uh, you know, all of Jacob's family because they have, you know, four children. I'm going to get into that. But if you read the, the book of Obadiah, it's literally just one chapter. It's one chapter, and it's all about the destruction of Edom. And that's where we're living, you guys, in the day of the destruction of Edom, the destruction of Esau's family. And again, it's not really about ethnicity so much about, you know, it is, but it's not. And it's about about those who are, who are hard-pressed, de- determined to destroy the righteous people on the earth who want to, Stop the trafficking and all that. Look what it says in verse two. The Lord says to Edom, I will cut you down to size among the nations. You will be greatly despised. You've been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress. You make your home high in the mountains. Who can ever reach us up here? You ask boastfully. But even if you soar as high as eagles and build your nest among the stars, I will bring you crashing down. This is what the Lord says was going to happen one day. And the amazing thing is, this is the day. If you didn't watch uh, Anne's in my last video, we we talked about how we know that this is the this is the day. And I'm not going to go into it right now, but it's beautiful because it's a beautiful sign in the heavens that proves this is the day. This is the heavenly clock that told the Lord told us this is when the enemy is going to be destroyed. We would wake up, we'd realize what was going on, and we would destroy them. This is uh, also, like I said, this is uh, most of what I'm talking about right here is in this book, Major Clues for Minor Prophets. So I'm reading to you from this book, Obadiah, which is a minor prophet. And we didn't read any of those things. If we had, I think that we would have op- we would have awakened earlier. But the deep church did not want us to read any of these things. They said, oh, that's ancient history. We're not going to mess with any of that. Okay, so Jacob, as I said, Jacob had gone and he had all these children. And he, I'm sorry, let me go back. Let me do this one. Here is his, where, oh, this one. Here is his family. This is such an important piece, okay? You guys, uh, hang on with me because this is so important. Jacob had four wives. Long story, not going to get off into this whole very interesting story, but he has four wives. And from that, he produces these 12 tribes of Israel. 12 different tribes. But I want you to notice each of the four wives, they all, two of them were sisters. Leah and Rachel were sisters. We don't really know much about Zilpah and Bilhah, but they were servants. They were like, had likely dark, dark skin. Okay. We don't know, but they likely they did have dark skin. And then one other thing that's not in this picture is one more was brought in, which is the quote, the 13th tribe, which is Joseph, he had an Egyptian wife who likely had dark, dark skin, like, you know, African-American because they were in Egypt. So all these four produced these really technically 13 tribes. Long story, I'm not going to go into right now. But the point is, Israel is ethnically diverse from the very beginning. They have told us that Israel is this one small group, but that's not true, that there's one ethnicity that is not true his family that's why joseph had the multicolor coat like you see right here on the picture it's because it's um red and yellow black and white they are precious in his sight this entire family is a is a is ethnically diverse from the very very beginning which is amazing all right so the other thing is after um after they were taken off into captivity, another long story, go on my website to see about that. But they were taken into captivity far into the future, and they were scattered like seeds throughout the world. Well, this is what when James writes the the, the letter in the in the New Testament, James writes this letter and also Peter writes a letter. Who does he write to? He's writing to the Jewish believers scattered abroad. In other words, he's writing to the lost tribes of Israel. 
This is a, such amazing research, but this is really, really so, super cool. This is what happened during um, King Cyrus determined that they uh, he was running the whole world. He said to the people who had been taken captive, this is a couple of hundred years later, he said, you guys can go wherever you want to go because the whole world belongs to me. You can be anywhere you want to in my kingdom. So they they went. They stopped living. They were basically living in in like Iraq, Iran areas. And so they decided to move, to go. And this is from this research from E. Raymond Catt, where it shows how the Israelites trans uh, traveled all over throughout Europe, throughout India, throughout Russia, all just spread out and were scattered. So when this, this book is written, that James is writing this letter to the, to the believers, he calls them the lost tribes or the scattered tribes or the dispersion. This is who he's talking about, all 12 tribes, all 12 tribes. And here you can tell they, they were able to identify them. Um, his book is called, um, I, don't, I don't know if I have it. His book is called, here we go, Missing Links Discovered in Assyrian Tablets. He found this Assyrian tablet and it told exactly how you could identify the tribes. Okay, so you know, no one, it, this has been hidden for all these years and finally he's been able to uncover how to dis, uh, decode this, these tablets. And it told, basically one of the ways that they were able to identify the tribes was that each of those tribes that Joseph, uh, the 13 tribes, has a uh, an emblem uh, has a has a right and so here's for example benjamin's the it's a wolf and look at germany wolf hagen germany uh this area in switzerland this area in germany this area in, in england has this wolf on it and that is how you could tell where the tribes landed this is history this is not something made up here's one leo which is of course the lion judah went mostly to the uh england Ireland, Scotland. That's a whole amazing. I found out that President Trump is from both lines of Judah. It's a. It is so. It's such great news. It really, really is. So, like, what my point is is that likely you and I are Israelites. We are likely the physical progeny. Now, you can't go back and you know to 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 get the the, the gene pool and to you know, find out who your your true ethnicity. That is very very difficult. But um, whether you've been adopted into the family or whether you are a physical progeny, either way, you are an Israelite. And when the Bible gives a promise to the Israelites, you take that as your promise. This is not for just some small group in the Middle East. This is for you. This is the promise for you. And so, so I, but so like, I, go I ahead. Interrupt you because we've got about three and a half minutes left, and I, I'm dying to know oh, gosh. The, the answer to this question, Melissa, because this is what RFK sort of started and ignited when he was citing a pub, an NIH, you know, PubMed study. You know, the Ashkenazi Jews, uh, first of all, I'm, where did I'm they... missing every other word. Oh, you're not hearing me I'm, very well? I'm missing... Well, now I am. Right now I am. Go ahead. Um, the Ashkenazi Jews, where did they end up? And why is it that this study yes. would then state, or Robert Kennedy Jr. would state, that Ashkenazis and Chinese seem to be uh, right. spared from COVID? Is it just their genetic engineering? They don't have as right. many ACE2 receptors? Right. Right. Okay. So, and I, I had meant to have a picture on here, but there was a, they, th this group who are Edomites, I believe their Ashkenazi Jews are Edomites, just like I was saying before, those that from descendant from Esau and that okay. whether they, again, just like we, some of us are Israelites by blood and some of us are Israelites by, by faith. Okay. It, there are some people who have joined the Ashkenazi uh, uh, Jews by 
you know, just wanting to join with them. Okay. Whether they're part of that, or, uh, th that physical progeny or not. So they actually moved into an area, uh, like in, in, in East Germany oh, in, in that area. And they took the name Jews there. The Bible clearly says in, in, uh, see, this is a bigger problem. <laughs> subject then we can go into in 10 minutes but that in in uh, revelation chapter 2 i think it is verse 6 it says that the uh there are those who are say who say they are jews but they are not they have taken the name and t to be honest technically esau is a son of abraham so technically he is a jew but he's not one that follows god he's not one that is ob obedient to god he's actually fighting against god so technically he's in that way he's not a jew so the whole point is this is the the plot of the Edomites to protect themselves from the COVID vax, the COVID and the and the vaccine and to and to harm just like they've been trying to do since the very very beginning to to destroy God's people. Okay, okay, so I should I should say this much: Frank Zelenko, who is the brother of the late great Dr. Zelenko, they're both Ashkenazi Jews. Um, will tell you that his Dr. Zelenko's community in Monroe, New York, was very hard hit by COVID. If you remember, he was ground zero. That's why he wrote that letter to President Trump, and President Trump talked about hydroxychloroquine being safe and efficacious to treat uh, SARS-CoV-2. Um, Frank has told me and, and has said this before on Twitter that, you know, that community was very hard hit by COVID and they were a lot of Ashkenazi there. So maybe this right. PubMed article isn't exactly um, accurate or maybe they're really not Ashkenazi and maybe they just have a, 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 a different, maybe they're a hybrid Ashkenazi a Jew. Yes, a certain tribe, a certain group of them. I mean, this is right. clearly very, very specific, the way that they're targeting certain groups. And they clearly would not target uh, Mr. Zelenko because he's such a great patriot. They're not going to target people like that. They're targeting those who are, uh, you know, fighting against, fighting against the deep state. So that's the whole point. They know exactly who they want to protect. Right. You know, what, and that's really what, 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 Robert Kennedy Jr. is saying is that it's good versus evil. They're trying to protect uh, evil. their own evil, the evil ones. Yeah. Right. I hope right. that's helpful. Well, it's a, it, this is a historical thing. Yeah, it's historical. It's, this is this is history. The Lord said what would, would happen, the good versus evil from the very beginning. That's right. This has been a biblical war all along, and it's manifesting right now in real time so that the world is watching and the world can see. And you are waking up the world. Melissa Red Pill the World. Your website again is? freedomforce.live. All right. I want you to say thank you so much. Love you, sister. Appreciate you today. Folks, we're out of time.